Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Hershey, Pennsylvania with my new friend, Elliot Shibley, who is the co-host of the Traveler's Blueprint podcast with our previous guest, Bob DeManna. Elliot originally moved to Hershey for school and his fiance, but has stayed there because of all the outdoor activities and the city's close proximity to all the major metro areas. In this episode, Elliot and I talk about riding roller coasters at Hershey Park, exploring the Indian Echo Caverns, and seeing the animals at Zoo America. You about these three incredible attractions and so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Hershey. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, Elliot, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Lee. Absolutely. So today we're talking about Hershey, Pennsylvania, and I've known about Hershey for a long time because, you know, I like their chocolate and everything like that, but I understand from looking at the website, there was like so much more to do in the city and I'm excited to have you on the show to to learn all about it. Yeah, there's a lot to do. And I got to say it right off the bat, Hershey's the sweetest place on earth. (laughs) It's their tagline. For sure. And it is pretty great. I've lived here for about seven years now, ended up moving here. My fiance at the time went to the Hershey Med Center to do graduate school, and I got a job here. And when we first came to visit, we were actually a little worried that there wasn't going to be enough to do because both of us kind of grew up in more metropolitan areas. Hershey's kind of like a rural city, but after living here for now seven years or so, we find new stuff to do all the time, and there's never any period where we're like, we can't do anything this weekend. There's always something. It's really nice. That's awesome. So for the people that aren't familiar exactly where in Pennsylvania Hershey is, like, where would you say it is on the map? So if you were to look, and I always do this, but you can't see my hand. If you put your hand straight out and put your thumb kind of close to it, and then if you point to roughly between your middle finger and your ring finger crease, we're right about there in central PA, just east of Harrisburg. Okay. Yeah. When I was looking at it, it seems like if, from, if you're coming from Pittsburgh, it's about two thirds of the way to Philly. Yes. And so if somebody was planning to, to come to Hershey, is there an airport nearby or do we fly into like Philly and like drive over? How, how do we do that? There's a few options. The, the easiest option by far is to fly into Middletown. There is a, a local airport that has a lot of connecting flights on the East Coast. And if you want to fly into it directly, there's a lot of connecting flights from like Chicago and Florida and even Charlotte that will go to Harrisburg. It's it's really easy. There's also a train station in Harrisburg that connects to Philly and New York. And then if you want to just fly into Philly, if you're coming from West Coast or international, that's probably going to be your easiest bet. And then just drive using a rental car or taking the train. Say we fly into into the local airport there. Is it something that we need a rental car to be able to get around or is there public transportation or like ride shares that we should use? If you're staying for a week or more, I'd say you're going to want a rental car. Everything is 
not super spaced out, but spaced out enough that you're going to want to be able to drive because there's a lot of attractions that aren't just in Hershey, but some of the best ones are just outside of Hershey because we've got the Appalachian Trail nearby and a lot of great outdoor activities. Can't wait to talk about some of those. But first, because also you said there's Hershey, but there's Harrisburg too. How far is it between those two cities? 15 minutes. Okay. Yes. You would definitely want a car then to be able to cruise around and be able to hit up both. Yep. Now, as far as the weather throughout the year, if we're planning our trip, are there certain parts of the year that you want to avoid or is it a good destination on a year-round basis? I think you're going to have people that it's going to depend. I think it's great to live here all year round. I'm a fan of snow and I don't mind the cold weather as much as some. Hershey Park and a lot of the attractions keep going throughout the year. Some of the rides may not be open in the winter, but you've got Sweet Lights, which is thousands of lights in the park. That's really fun. They offer hot cocoa, all these other fun little rides and activities that are related to the holidays. And then concerts and events happen throughout the year. So if you like the rides, then summer's for you. If you like more holiday family stuff, then the winter's going to be good or just come anytime and you're probably going to have a good time. Well, that's awesome. You said the uh, sweet nights, is that kind of like a, like a Christmas theme thing at the park or what? Yes. Yeah. So they do that. I think starting around Thanksgiving and it goes to about the first week in January and it is, it's just kind of holiday themed, uh, very Christmassy, lots of lights throughout the entire park. There's hot cocoa. I think they have reindeer, they have carols. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you got to love those family opportunities to be able to hang out, have good times, and create some good memories. Well, actually, that's Candy Lane at Hershey Park. Sweet Lights is actually a drive-through of thousands of lights just next to the park. Awesome. All right, so we got a car. You were flying into either outside the city or or directly there, and then we get into the city. What part of town should we, we should we look for hotels, or are there any parts that we should try to avoid? I don't think there's any parts that you should try to avoid. Hershey caters to the traveler to the tourist there's a lot of hotels throughout the city there's some motels hotels lodges the two most prominent ones in my eyes are probably hershey hotel and hershey lodge those are probably going to be the ones that are going to pop up on a google search and the hershey hotel has lots of restaurants they've got spas there's a little conservatory and butterfly garden nearby that you can walk around on the grounds and then the hershey lodge to me is a little bit more family oriented where they have, and the hotel has a pool as well, but then the lodge has like its own mini golf course, some outdoor courts to play and entertain your family. But probably the coolest place in my mind, if you're a big history buff is in Hummelstown, which is actually the city I live in. And it's just next to Hershey and it's called the Warwick hotel. And it's got some really cool origins It was originally built as a private residence, and then it became known as the Cross Keys Hotel in the 1800s, early 1800s. And it was kind of a well-known stop on the turnpike from Philly to Harrisburg. And it's got a restaurant and a bar on the first level. And there's only a few rooms in there, but it's old. It's, I think, 250 years old at this point. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, almost like Revolutionary War. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to find those unique hotels like that where you can kind of travel back in time. Yeah, very. Now, as far as like, obviously, like you said, the weather is good, you know, year round. I mean, you get different types of experiences based on the weather. Are there certain like uh, festivals or events that, that somebody maybe wants to plan the trip around? 
The New Year's in Hershey and Harrisburg is actually kind of fun. Hershey drops a Hershey kiss and then the Harrisburg ends up dropping a strawberry. And I don't actually know what the the reason for the strawberry is. But Hummelstown also holds a winter fling in late January. Visit HersheyHarrisburg.org is a great place to search for events. And then Explore HBG is also a good one. And then there's a Harrisburg magazine called The Berg. And that's what we locals call it. If you're even, I guess this is just between my wife and I and a few of the classmates that she went to school with. We call it HBiz. Don't know why. We just do. <laughs> yeah, I was actually on the the visit uh, HersheyHarrisburg.org website, and I, there seemed like so many really cool, cool things. I like to drink, and I saw that there was actually a brew baron like app that you can get where you, you kind of go around to different breweries in the city and get a passport stamp. Yeah, so there's the passport for the breweries. There is... There's quite a few wineries in the area as well. Some of them grow their own grapes and make their wine. Some of them bring grapes in and then do the fermentation on site. But either way, you could probably hit about 10 wineries in maybe a 20-minute car ride at the furthest to each one in one day. That's pretty cool. Yeah, maybe you want to get a, like a ride share for that. So that way you're yes, not definitely. drinking and driving too much. But uh, <laughs> But I also saw that like right now, because we're recording this in, in late February, there's actually a leprechauns and loggers like special promotion. Also, like if, I guess if you hit up a certain number of the breweries, you get like a like a free T-shirt or, or mug or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. So it seemed pretty cool. Uh, they also, I guess there's like a, a sweet treat trail. I'm yes. sure there's like so many different bakeries and like candy shops and stuff like that are in there. Yeah. And that's actually kind of in all of central PA. So there's a local place in Hummelstown called Essie Mae's Sweet Shop. And that's great. It's just a mom and pop. And then there's actually a few chocolatiers in Hummelstown, two or three that make their own chocolate that are not even related to Hershey. But I think because of the Hershey chocolate name, there are a few people that want to take advantage of it and make their own. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I also saw what was really cool on the website. There's a black travel experience. And so I guess it says that it's a way to kind of experience and support a lot of the locally owned, like black owned businesses. I thought that was really cool. And there's also an adventure trail. Cause I think you mentioned towards the beginning of the episode that there's like the Appalachian trail and a lot of other things and a lot of like outdoor activities to do in the area. Yes, very much so. So one of my favorite coffee shops in Harrisburg is good brothers and that is black owned. It opened up about a year ago and great coffee. And then they actually have, they partnered with a local vegan bakery that they do a lot of different either Jamaican food, but they also have incredible pastries that are all vegan. And I didn't know they were vegan either, which says a lot. <laughs> That's great. Now, like we talked about earlier, there's obviously there's Hershey Park. I've heard about it, but I don't really, I've never been, I, I don't really know much about it. Can you tell us a little bit about Hershey Park? And then also let's talk about some of the other activities we should do when we're visiting uh, Hershey. Yeah, Hershey Park is quite large. I actually started visiting Hershey when I was a little kid living outside of Philly in the Reading area. And I had no idea 20 years later I'd be moving there. But it's got a lot of rides. Like if you're into roller coasters, they have a lot of good ones. And they opened up some really impressive roller coasters over the last few years. And I think a lot of people will try to compare it to Six Flags or Cedar Point in Ohio. And it is fun. But they also have the smaller rides, and it really does cater towards families. It's 
a good mix of things. One of the cool things about the park is it's got a chocolate world attached to it, which is where you can go and basically take a ride through and see how chocolate is made at Hershey. And it is set up, but it does show a lot of the inner workings of how they do process from the beans all the way through the packaging. And it smells amazing. And then there is a zoo, Zoo America. There are specific times of the year that that's open. I think that's from probably March to October, but you would have to check that on the website. I love going on roller coasters. I'm glad my son's getting up to that age where, you know, he and up to that height to be able to go yes. on a lot of the really good rides, you know? So that's a lot of fun. But I also like to be able to do more educational things like the zoo. And I saw there's like Zoo America. There's the Lake Tobias Wildlife Park. Yeah, that's that is nearby. And to be honest, I've never gone to it. I've always wanted to. That's more of like an outdoor you can drive through where the Zoo America is a lot more like reptiles and a few other smaller exhibits. It's a lot more dense and you can just walk around to everything. Lake Tobias is more of like a, a central PA safari that has exotic animals. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so one's more like a traditional zoo. The other one's more like a safari park. They have one like that uh, similar in San Diego where you got the San Diego Zoo and you got the Wild Animal Park where you actually you're cruising through like more like a natural habitat for them. Yeah, yep. So that's awesome. I also saw there was uh, – because being here in Nashville, like up in Kentucky, there's like so many caves and everything, which is really cool to explore. I saw there's the uh, Indio Echo Caverns. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Indian Echo Caverns is actually less than I can probably walk there in about 10 minutes. It's a hop, skip and a jump for me. But I have I have personally never been to the caverns, but I know it's a, a it's a local field trip for a lot of school kids. And it does seem really cool. There's a challenge family fun center that is part of it that has like mini golf batting cages. And I think they have duck pin bowling, which is a lot of fun and an arcade. But I, I wish I could tell you more about the caverns other than I know they're old and I know there's some history associated with Native Americans. Well, we'll definitely have to go check that out and explore it a little bit whenever I come up there. Yeah. So what are some of the other things? Uh, I know we've run through a lot already, but are there any other attractions or, or things we should do when we're visiting Hershey? So in association with the Warwick, there's some old and cool history. I think a lot of people are familiar with Band of Brothers. And Major Dick Winters, which is one of the characters in the show, he actually lived in Hershey for a time and is buried in Ephrata, which is a town a little bit southeast of here. And there's a bridge in Hummelstown that was named after him. So it's kind of cool to see some of that. There's really old cemeteries that have stuff dating back to the Civil War. But in terms of activities to do, there's another more of like a family fun center called Adventure Sports. They have a driving range for the dads and anybody really. Mini golf, go-karting. What is the other one? The boats that you can shoot each other with water. <laughs> but some of the best stuff that you can do is not even at a specific destination. There's just so many hiking trails, mountain biking trails, kayaking. The Swatera Creek runs through Hummelstown and past Hershey. And that is a great little creek, very slow moving, as long as there wasn't a storm the night before. <laughs> and you can kayak on it, you can tube on it, grab your favorite beverage, fish on it. It's a lot of fun to do. It's very, very relaxing. And it is, I'd say it's something that not a lot of tourists do because I don't know if they're, they know that they can, but it is something that is almost every single kid here does and local does. 
Oh, that sounds like so much fun, uh, especially like on a, on a hot summer day. I, oh, I know obviously, so nice. you know, it, it's chilly right now and everything like that. The snow is on the ground probably and everything when we're recording this. But just like how it gets cold in the summertime, I'm sure it gets pretty warm over there uh, as you get closer to the you know, northern northern part of the United States and everything. So, Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, these summers get pretty hot. The creek is pretty well covered with trees and it's shallow. So you can actually like hop out and just kind of stand and – or just sit in the river as you go down. But there are some great areas to just launch your kayak or launch your tube and then, you know, walk out and then park another car at the other end. And you can do that for three hours and have a blast and lose complete track of time. Oh, that's the best. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we do have a local hockey team, ice hockey team in Hershey called the Bears. And they actually have an event in February where they do a teddy bear toss and it's it's usually a sold out event and literally everyone in the stands brings a stuffed teddy bear and throws it onto the hockey ring. And they broke the record again this year for number of teddy bears thrown onto the rink. It's pretty incredible. And they're all donated to, I think, uh, you know, what? I don't want to get that wrong. So probably like a children's hospital or, yeah, or something like yeah. that. Because Hershey has a large children's hospital which is associated with Thon, which is with Penn State and the Four Diamonds Fund, which all donates to kids with cancer. What a wonderful cause. I mean, that's amazing to be able to do something like that for for those children. Uh, and it's much better than throwing out like a squid or, you know, one of those type <laughs> <Yes>. of things. <laughs> <laughs> so right on. Well, obviously, when you're visiting Hershey, you know, you're going to get some sweet treats. You're going to get some chocolate. You're going to get some of those other goodies. But what are some of the, like the good places to eat? Obviously, before we go out for like the full day on the rides and stuff like that, where would we go for a, like a, a good breakfast? So if you're if you're looking at restaurants in Hershey, there's a lot of familiar places that you could eat. And I'm not going to talk at all about those because I think everybody already knows them. I'm going to talk about the ones that are specific to Hershey that I have found to be really great. And one that just opened up in Hummelstown is Rubber Soul. So they have good food and it's all local beer brewed on site in the old police station, old township building. It's a pretty cool site. And the wings there are my favorite. And then there's the mill in Hershey. And that is probably the best place for great cocktails. And they have a little bit more of a a higher end menu, a little bit more delicate cuisine. It's really good, often really rich. And then on the opposite side of that, you got the Parkside Inn, which is right across from the park, hence the name. And it's kind of like a dive bar, but it has incredible pit beef. It's often got a lot of bikers at it. And I don't know if that's just its thing, but it's great. It's one of our favorite places. And then I mentioned this earlier, but the Hotel Hershey has a lot of restaurants. Any of those are pretty good, and they're all kind of themed. There's Trevi Five, which is more of an Italian family restaurant. Then there's Harvest, which is all like farm to table. Since there's a lot of farms around the area, it's really easy to have good farm to table. There's Iberian Lounge, which is more of a pub slash bar. And then the Circular, which is your very nice high end Great selection of wine, great selection of champagne, and that's that's pretty fun. That sounds awesome. So if I'm out like down, I want to take my wife out for like a date night or something like that. Sounds like the mill or circular would be a great place for that. Yes, definitely. And then if you're out, like if you're hanging over at uh, Parkside, make sure you don't drink a little too much and like you know, kind of do one of those scenes that they do in the movies or the TV shows where like you knock into one of the bikes and you knock all the other bikes over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely don't do that. So. 
we talked a lot about dinner and drinks, but I got to say Hershey Pantry has an amazing breakfast slash brunch. Like if you're into French toast and stuffed pancakes or even stuffed French toast or stuffed waffles or big cup of hot chocolate with a lot of whipped cream and chocolate drizzle, that's the place to go. On the flip side of that, Soda Jerk in Hummelstown is great, great diner food. It's got a lot of cool history behind it. It's a lot of fun. They have incredible shakes and ice cream. So those those are probably my two picks for breakfast. Right. Now. Are there any places like for brunch, maybe like, you know, on a Saturday or Sunday? The best place in my eyes to go to brunch is actually at Trogues. And Trogues is probably the most well-known brewery in central PA. And they have expanded quite a bit into the national scene. And they started maybe only 15, 20 years ago, but it's just two brothers. But their their beer is incredible. Most people go there for the beer. But their Sunday brunch is a rotating menu, and you can almost never go wrong. I think one of the most memorable meals I had there was waffle iron mac and cheese fried chicken sandwich. Oh, wow. That sounds decadent. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. But again, it, it changes all the time, but it's it's hard to miss there. Their food is just so well done. Their chef and the cooking team is incredible. Yeah, it sounds like uh, wake up, go there for brunch, come back home, take a little nap, Have and, to. <laughs> then, and then go back out there and enjoy the rest of the things that, to do in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I definitely would not recommend doing brunch and beers at Trogues and then getting on the Sidewinder at Hershey Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to experience that meal twice. I know, no. For sure. I mean, maybe you do, but probably not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, I really appreciate sharing all these amazing tips for Hershey. I learned a lot and wanted to go there and enjoy some of the rides and everything like that. But now I'm now it's definitely going to be on the list. But now it's time for the final countdown. So if somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Hershey, where should they go and what should they eat? It's got to be Trogues. Either their brunch or any of their menu items. They added pizza recently, but anything there is good. Their desserts are great. Their fries are incredible. It's not just fries. It's like poutine. It's fries with spicy ketchup. It's fries with garlic rosemary or popcorn. All of their food there is awesome. And they have this enormous grilled cheese sandwich that is not just for kids. They have this 30 pound loaf of sourdough that they just carve off these thick slices, slather them in butter and put this awesome cheese on it and a really great tomato soup to go with it. Oh yeah, my uh, my mouth is watering. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so you've been in the Hershey area for like you know seven, eight years, something like that. I'm sure you've had some great memories. Which one were your most memorable? So it didn't take long for me to think of this one, and this was when I, I did live in Hershey. So we moved around the area a little bit, but always just a different physical location, but still in the area. So when we were living outside of uh, actually closer to the Trogue side of Hershey, we had a really, really big snowstorm in 2018, January. And I remember coming up with this idea to just go outside and take a walk. And that walk turned into a 15 mile roundabout of the entire town. Um, we ended up walking into town to the only open restaurant that was open for the municipal workers got pizza and beer there at Fenici's, and then ended up walking all the way across town to the 
university and the hospital where we had some friends staying, visited them, had another drink there, and then ended up walking home and picking up some pints of ice cream at a turkey hill and then going back. <laughs> it took us, we probably left at 10 a.m. and got home at 7 p.m. and we're just absolutely wiped. Oh God, your feet must have been just dying from, from all that. Oh, it's so worth it. But the good thing is like all that walking, you burned off that pizza, that beer and the ice cream. So it's all oh, exactly. It. Yeah. So I think one of the photos I shared with you uh, is me face down in a big pile of snow. <laughs> yeah. You can just jump into it. It was so fluffy. Oh, I love it. I love it. Right. On. Well, speaking of good times and happy memories, where's the happiest happy hour in Hershey? So I've talked about Trogues a lot. But I think for me, it's going to be Rubber Soul. I don't know if they actually have a happy hour, but Friday afternoons, actually any afternoon, you can get great beer there or you can walk out with a Crowler, a 32-ounce can of any of their items that they have on draft and get great food. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, and plus, especially if if I'm like driving up from Nashville or something like that, grab a couple of Crowlers and be able to drive them home with me, you know? Yeah, it's really nice. I'll sometimes just come home in the summer, walk over, grab a crowler, come back, sit on the back patio, and maybe get a fire going. It's it's quite the thing. That sounds pretty dreamy. Right on. Well, one of the things I always do whenever I, I travel is check out the local pizza. What's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Hershey? So I had to consult my wife on this because she is a pizza connoisseur. And I kid you not, she has been tracking every slice of pizza she's ever had since 2015. Oh, wow. And it is an incredible spreadsheet, and it's (laughs) mapped to every location she's ever eaten. So the consultation with her was either between Piazza Sorrento, which has an incredible ricotta meatball, or JoJo's in Hummelstown. Obviously, one, I'm going to bow down to her for one, the consistency and the knowledge. <laughs> but also, it's great having two, two recommendations like that. So I'm definitely going to be able to check out both of them. Yeah, happy to help. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, so between your personal travels and your podcast, which we'll talk about in a minute, I'm sure you have some amazing travel tips. What's one of your best? I think in general, so I'll give a general travel tip first. And it's be thoughtful about where you travel. And this this applies to anybody traveling to Hershey. And us locals, we sometimes do get frustrated because we live in a touristy town and we get a lot of outsiders that don't necessarily know where they're going or treat it like other people live here. So no matter where you go, no matter where you travel, just be respectful of the destination, people, and everything you do there because someone actually lives there. For sure. Well, that and like, you know, you don't want to be that tourist that's in the, the right lane, popping on your left turn lane and then cruising all the way across traffic to be able to hit that left turn. It's okay to just turn right, make a U-turn and then correct. You know, the yeah. GPS is self-correcting. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. We're not, we're not so rural that if you make the wrong turn, you're going to be on the same road for an hour. There are <laughs> lots of places to turn around. For sure. And then you said you had another tip as well. And the other tip is for Hershey Park, if you can go in the off season like October or April when the park isn't super crowded yet and a weekday, you're going to be able to ride all the rides without much of a line at all. Oh, for sure. I I love that. We went to Orlando one time in like September before the kids really started into into school. It was amazing uh, being able to ride all the rides without having to worry about you know, sitting in line for an hour 
you know, the kids getting cranky and everything like that. So sometimes it maybe take the kids out of school an extra day or two. And then, like you said, hit the park up during the one of those school days and, and just enjoy everything. And, and that way you're only paying one day's worth of admission instead of like two or three days to be able to hit up all the rides. Yeah. And to tack onto that, Hershey did just implement something similar to Disney and it's called the fast track. And to me, if you've got kids and you're in the park when it is crowded, this is totally worth it to save time. I think it's worth the cost, especially if you're spending upwards of 30 minutes to 40 minutes per ride. You're basically going to cut that down to like five to 10 per ride. So lots of time saved. I mean, like I said, like for the small little cost, you're going to be able to skip all the lines and it's going to save you from having to pay for those extra days. Absolutely. We're right on. Well, Elliot, again, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips. I can't wait to come out to Hershey, be able to hang out with you and, and be able to pick your wife's brain and, and be able to get more recommendations for pizza. Well, can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I have a podcast that I co-host with my best friend, Bob Domena, who was on your show, I believe, two weeks ago. And we talk to travelers, we talk to authors, we talk to conservationists, and it's really a podcast related to travel, but all things about the world and society and culture. It's a lot of fun. We talk to some really cool individuals, and it's a it's a good way for us to kind of get that travel itch without actually being able to travel. I love it. I listened to a few of those episodes, and it's just it's awesome being able to hear everybody's tips and everybody's stories and everything else. Now, if, if somebody has questions about your podcast or about Hershey or just anything else that's going on, uh, what's the best way to reach you on social media? The easiest way is to reach us at The Traveler's Blueprint. So our social media handle is The Traveler's Blueprint. I think there's underscores for spaces. And then our email is thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com. And for any UK listeners, there's one L in Traveler's. and then you can pretty much find us we have our website thetravelersblueprint.com and you can talk to myself or bob you can instagram message us we've got two facebook communities that you can join and you can find those just by searching the traveler's blueprint we've got a private one and a public one to ask questions in a safe space and no judgment because no questions related to travel are dumb Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And we'll include links to all that in the show notes. So that way, if anybody's driving or out walking around or whatever, you'll be able to find those. And again, Elliot, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Lee. What a fun conversation with Elliot. Our family loves chocolate and hiking. So Hershey sounds like the perfect spot for an outdoor vacation. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Hershey. We want to say thank you to Clear for being today's affiliate partner. Clear keeps you moving through airports, stadiums, and more with their exclusive touchless ID verification technology. Take advantage of our special limited time offer where you can try Clear free for two months. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Clear to sign up today. Join us next time as we head to Winchester, UK to speak with my good friend Josh Simons of twopassports.co.uk. In this episode, Josh and I talk about exploring the Winchester Cathedral, finding King Arthur's Roundtable, eating at Chessel Rectory, which opened in 1425. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. Mm-hmm.